Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas' premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast, live right here from Tailgaters in Plano, as we are each and every Wednesday at 6.30 sharp, or 6.35, just whenever we get to it. 6.30 dull. We'll go 6.30 dull. There it is. <laughs> Today's show, as always, brought to you by the Highlands, Highlands Performance Golf Center in, in uh, Carrollton, North Dallas' premier golf practice facility. Go check out their indoor putting studio, which is amazeballs if you're trying to get your putting game in line here as warm weather approaches, Brady. By the way, I'm joined this week by the Kevin Tway of the show. Who? Brady Hawkshurst. Kevin Tway? <laughs> he hits it a long way. He He's does. A big dude. I thought you did too. Yeah, I've heard maybe. rumors about how long it is. They call me Sneaky Long. Oh, <laughs> I don't even want to go there. <laughs> We've got a great show for everybody. Uh, lots of fun golf happened over the weekend at the Honda. Uh, just on the edge of your seat, final round. And I was. I was on the edge of my seat pretty much the, all, all of Sunday. Uh, as, as we'll get into that a little bit. We need to get into some fill talk, though. You brought it up right before we came on the air. And, yes, it's definitely show airworthy. Uh, as Phil's got himself in a pickle, Brady. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I, and, I, and I'm a little bit bewildered by some of the fallout um, w- with some of the sponsor stuff. He hasn't done anything egregiously wrong, in my opinion. He's, he, he's maybe used poor judgment in who he's partnered with, right. i.e. The, the, the Saudi Arabia Golf Group, where, um, you know, really it's, I guess, comes from the Saudi government. We all know that, that they have some human rights violations. And so maybe it's just really more in poor taste how he has tried to leverage that to make changes that he thinks are necessary on the PGA Tour. Right. But, Let's reset real quick. Just for some people who may not know, the, the Saudi government is backing what's, called, what's being called the Saudi Golf League. They're trying to start a rival league for, with the PGA to be played overseas. Uh, and they're offering PGA players, they're trying to convince PGA players they're not making enough money, and they're not paid fairly according to other professional athletes in other sports, and they're offering uh, PGA players basically salaries that, to come a, play. That's, that's a great synopsis of it. I, I want to add a little bit of nuance yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, Greg Norman is involved in this. He's right. been hired as kind of the CEO of this league, and, and Greg has had this idea since he was a player out on tour that – the, the top-tier players are the guys who drive the money um, for the rest of the tour, and right. he feels that the compensation for those top-tier players is not good enough. Right. And so part of the idea behind this, this whole Saudi Golf League is that, you know, Greg's been, whether it's his idea or he was approached by them, I don't know how they, those parties have gotten right. together, but, you know, he wants the top-tier players to be paid what they're worth. Right. Right, the guys who are really moving the needle. Right, obviously Tiger moves the needle. Phil moves mm-hmm. the needle. You know, your DJ, your Rory. You know, the the, the creme de la creme. He he thinks that it's going to be more entertaining for smaller fields, forty players, to go out and play. A, you know, a dozen tournaments around around the world, and and play for more money. Essentially, playing 
paying these top-tier players what they're truly worth for right. driving right. the revenue that they do that gets then distributed amongst the you know the 200 or so tour players that get out there every year. So and let's be honest, the Saudi government has all the money. They do have they all do the money. They can do whatever they want. And so Phil has... Right, Phil's a big name. He's he's um, he's a big needle to, to move, mm-hmm. and, and he has apparently it, it, it's been reported been working behind the scenes, hired lawyers to try to put together the program for this Saudi golf league. That's probably an ulterior motive, right? He doesn't really care if it succeeds or not. But what he wants to do is use that as leverage mm-hmm. to go back to the PGA Tour and bargain for things to be different. Right, and he seems to be a one-man boat. In that regard, it, it appears as you know, a couple of weeks ago, everybody essentially came out against it. Said, ah, right. I'm not, "We're not going there. We, we we've listened to the proposals. Uh, there's been a mix of I don't I support the tour. To they're not close to having a competent business model. To yeah, I'm just not interested. Right. And right. and Phil is really trying to use that as leverage to make some changes on the PGA Tour. He feels a little bit aggrieved by mm-hmm. the way the tour operates and its policies and, and things of that nature. And so is he the only player that's got a beef with the the tour? I mean, surely not. I'm sure there's other players that have other beefs, but publicly, right? But he's the only one that's come out publicly and, and said, stated hey, he doesn't like the way things are yeah, going. Yeah, I mean, he's been quoted. I I saw a thing that that right his apology, the, the six paragraph apology that he wrote, you know, that that came out last week that. Um, he said the tour desperately needs to change. And I've talked to a couple of other golf professionals about this, and I'm like, is he, is he right on this? What, what, what desperately needs to change about the tour? Right. I don't agree with that statement. I think the tour is doing just fine. I don't think golf is, you know, outside of, you know, the, the meteoric rise that golf went through when Tiger was popular in right. late 90s, early 2000s. Like, golf's as good as it's ever been right now. That's what I was so, about to say. It's more popular now than ever. Yeah. Purses are larger than ever. The, yeah. There's an influx of young players coming in. And I mean, the, the, the golf journalists of the world need to, need to corner Phil and say, what, what yeah. needs to change? What's what, so bad what, about what it? What is your laundry list of things that you need to change? And certainly, publicly, he came out and said, you know, the media rights deal. Mm-hmm. That, that's one thing, that, that players don't have access to their own moments. Right. You know, Phil hit, a, uh, Phil hit a shot at Augusta a few years ago out of the pine straw, right? He doesn't have the ability to use that to market himself, right? He, and, he, he, and he's thrown out some numbers, and everybody has said, hey, those numbers are inaccurate. They're wrong. Right. Phil, you're stupid. <laughs> and, and said, no, that's not the way it works. And so th- that seems to be more than anything what has maybe caused some of the backlash. Is right. That, first of all, what needs changed? Number two, the numbers that he's reported about, you know, the tour is sitting on X millions or billions right. of dollars of media the rights. Media rights. Th- that has not been substantiated by anybody. Everybody says, no, that's wrong. Right. Um, you know, and certainly he used, a, you know, an expletive in, in an, what he thought was an off-the-record conversation right. That, right. that came out. Um, you know, but he's not wrong about what he said, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so, and you know, I don't know if I think it's in poor taste to, to play, right, the evil Saudis. Sir. Right, to, to try to leverage them to make change for something right. that, hey, really has been good to him his whole life. Right. And I mean, the, and the, the backlash is coming, of course, uh, in the form of he's losing sponsors. KPMG has, has dropped him. Workday. Workday has dropped The commercial him. where he's in the bunker, right? Yeah. One of the greatest uh, commercials ever, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Amstel Light. Amstel Light dropped him. Callaway put his equipment deal on a hold right did they really heard that one yeah they they've paused for the moment um i I don't know if any of that's warranted what what did he do that's so egregious to 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 make these sponsors say hey 
we can't have this partnership anymore. Right. That's what I don't understand. Right. I mean, I don't think what he's did in, is in good taste. But I don't know if it raises to the point of, hey, we've got to cancel all your stuff. So I, I see two possibilities here. One possibility being that maybe there's more behind the scenes that we didn't see that we don't know about that he said. You know, and if, if he didn't say it publicly, you know, why would the sponsors have caught wind of it? Why would it be a big deal, like you said? Um, or two... There's even something bigger going on behind the scenes, and sponsors might have been looking to drop him anyway. Oh, and they're just looking for a reason. I, That's I heard, my experience. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give him a reason. The straw that broke the camel's back, oh, right? Yeah. Just one little yeah. thing. Now, I know, you know, the Saudi government, politically, you know, nobody agrees. Nobody can agree with the Saudi government and their, their political standings and uh, the human rights violations that, that go on over in their country. But, you know... I don't know other than that. It's like, I guess it's like dealing with the mob kind of here locally. I don't know any other analogy I could put with it. But like you don't want to cross the mob, you know? No, you don't. And you don't want to piss them off because just, you know, things will happen. So I, that's the only other thing I can imagine that yeah. they're just distancing from him because, you know, hey, we're not going there. <laughs> you know, and, and maybe what part of it could be what was absent in his, his apology, right? He, he never came out and... and his public apology and said, hey, I support the tour. He hadn't changed his stance. Right. It, it, it appears as though he still wants that Saudi golf league to at least give him leverage to try to get the changes he thinks are going to make the tour better. Right. appears he, he's, he's, la he's the only man standing in that, in that group, though. Nobody yeah. else has really you know, come to support him right. and, uh, and, and to, to second his views, which I think is kind of interesting. It, I, and I don't, I don't you know... I guess they're in it for the money. Clearly, the Saudi Golf League, they have money already. Are they just trying to become bigwigs in the, in the world of golf? Do they really want to try to compete with the, with the PGA Tour? I'm not real sure what their motivation here is. You heard the, you heard the term sports washing, right? Yeah. Try to get everybody to forget about, yeah. uh, you know, how despicable you are as right. a regime. Right, Um By sidetracking people hey everybody likes to watch golf diverting and, their attention and, and i can understand if you know if there are forces at play behind the scenes in the golf world that you know really want to expand the game and grow it all over the world i don't know right. if, if there's golf in saudi arabia they have some golf courses and host a tournament but right if we can if we can get you know a million saudi kids to play golf yeah that'd be good for the entire industry sure we don't necessarily want it from the support of the government who, you know, right. operates in ways that as, as Americans, we don't believe it. Right, right. <laughs> so. And, and, I mean, I, you know, the PGA is sort of expanding internationally. I mean, they play events outside of the United States, and, and I'm sure they'll grow doing that. And, uh, you know, I just think, and I've, tr I've tried to put, put this together in my head as, you know, why the Saudi government would even be interested in, in this, but. Other than local benefits, I, I can't think of anything. You know, I can't imagine that they think they're going to win, that they're going to beat out the PGA Tour. Yeah. I mean, we, we've talked about it on shows before here with Johnny. Like, well, what happens with these guys? They want to play in the majors. You know, you, you qualify for majors with your world golf ranking. So the, so the majors are not events that are conducted by the PGA Tour. Right. But right. you have to qualify to play in them. You do. They count as, as points and earnings towards the PGA Tour. Right. The PGA Tour doesn't own or operate those right. events. So, you know, Greg Norman has sent a letter to the PGA Tour commission, commissioner and, and said, hey, you know, really, because you, you, the PGA Tour has threatened to ban 
players from the tour right. if they accept the money and go play in this, this rival tour. Right. And, and Greg Norman, right, the leader of the rival tour, says, hey, you know, legally that's not going to hold water. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if one of the next things that we see is, is Norman file a lawsuit because of the threats made by the PJ Tour right. banning their players. It, it's antitrust violations. It's, um, you know, we believe in, as a theory of our country, right, we believe in competition right. and let the free market figure it out. And that's essentially what Greg Norman is saying. Right. Hey, right, we just let us operate, right. you know. So it would be interesting to see where that goes. I think he's got a legal case to stand on in that regard. Right. Will that change the mind of any of the players willing to go do that? I don't know. Um, because certainly, you know, the, the, they want to play in the Players' Championship. They want to probably play more than the dozen or ten or so rumored events that the sure. Saudi League is, is offering. Right. right. There's 52 weeks in a year, and right. at the hell, there's 40 tournaments at least. Right. Right? So there's more opportunities. But it, it'll be interesting to see how that might play out if – if the Saudi group led by Norman does sue the tour. So to me, the only players that I could see being interested in these, in this tour would be the players that aren't winning on the PGA Tour. Guys in the twilight, Phil Mickelson, right? Ian Poulter is rumored right. to have signed non-disclosure. Henrik Stenson, right. these are guys up in their 40s, right? right. Phil's, I think, 51. Because if you're winning um, on the PGA Tour, you're not unhappy with the money you're making. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I'd be happy. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're looking at purses... For the uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill this weekend, the purse is uh, $12 million. That's a big one. That's right? a pretty big one. Yeah, I think, I think even... That's know, as we, much as a major. Yeah, pretty close, isn't it? Um, you know, most of the, the purses week to week on the tour are in the 8 to $9 million yeah. range, and winner is $1.2, $1.3 yeah. place is, you know, $600,000. Right, right. Um, you can make a career, you can make a pretty hefty living finishing 15th every week. Yeah, never winning. <laughs> never winning. God, I'd love that kind of right? money. Right, you know, that, that, that's Matt Kuchar, right? Right, right. Kuchar's won a handful of times, yeah. but hell, he's 15th every right. week, and he's won $40 million in his career. It's crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, those are, those are the guys that I could see being interested in this, but, you know, the big names, your DJs, your John Rahm, uh, you well, know. Well, I think some of them had a real long, hard look at it. I mean, Bryson's statement, it came out, whatever it was, last week, right. said as long as all the world's best players are playing on the PGA Tour, I will too. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm committed to the PGA Tour. Right. That means I'm committed to well, play where all the good guys play. And it's okay to so, say so, that you'll take a look at it. So what if all the good guys go over there? Is he going to go over there and play too? I mean, it, it seems like some guys were on the fence. Xander right. Shoffley said, yeah, I looked at it. doesn't look like they're close to a completed business right. model. It's not for me. Right. Maybe that means not now, but it doesn't right. mean not ever. And that's okay for somebody. I mean, you'd be a fool not to look at it if it's another option to you. Yeah. You're going to look at it. I always Whether do. you go or not, it's a whole other thing. Yeah. I mean, I owe it to my family to look at opportunities. Right. Exactly right. <laughs> so, I don't blame the guys for taking a look. I, I, you know, I, I'm against uh, the, the notion of, you know, taking the Saudi money. Yeah. I'm not into that. Right. But Maybe they'll know. pay everybody in Bitcoin. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Like Odell Beckham Jr. took all his entire salary from the Rams in Bitcoin last year. Is that going to make him more money in the long run? Yeah, I don't know how that works. I really <laughs> wish, I wish Colby was here so I knew how, knew how that worked. Um, well, there's your Phil Mickelson Saudi Golf League talk. I'm sure we'll, we'll do that more as the season goes on and as more stuff comes out about it. But it's definitely something to pay attention to in the media. It's going to quiet down, I think, now going forward because it seems like everybody in the top ten has said, hey, we're going to pass. Yeah. Um, and no one's interested in what you, everybody if else you, thinks. If you don't ever grab a, a big fish, then how do you get it off the ground? I mean, I, 
who wants to go watch Stenson and Westwood and Ian Poulter right. go, go play these events? I mean, those, those guys were, were great stars in their prime, but they're all past their prime. I'd rather watch the Corn Ferry Tour and the up-and-coming guys, to be honest. You know? <laughs> the guys that are eventually going to be on the BGA Tour anyway. Sure.